Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Careful with a push to get fire sprinkler systems in all high rises. I'm Mike Marillo. A former teacher wins her lawsuit over wrongful arrest for sex abuse. I'm Dick Iuliano. In Maryland, a teen charged with kidnapping a toddler hours after being released from jail. I'm Melissa Howell. Five o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. CIA Director William Burns says China appears to be weighing sending lethal aid to Russia in the war against Ukraine. Secretary Blinken and the president have thought it important to make very clear what the consequences of that would be. As to well. deter it. Yeah, to deter it because it would be a very risky and unwise bet. Director Burns was interviewed on CBS's Face the Nation. An exclusive report by the Wall Street Journal says the Energy Department believes a lab leak most likely caused the COVID pandemic. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan was asked about that on CNN. If we gain any further insider information, we will share it with Congress and we will share it with the American people. But right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. The FBI has said the COVID spread because of a lab mishap in China, but others say it was due to natural transmission. New York Governor Kathy Hochul today remembering the 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center. We will always stand to defend our democracy. Always, always, always. And that is the message that those who look to do us harm from around the world should take to heart. Because this is New York, this is America, and we always rise up. Six people were killed in that attack, 1,000 injured. The attack 30 years ago was widely viewed as the precursor to 9-11. The storm that dumped snow throughout California is now moving east. National Weather Service meteorologist Zach Taylor with what happens next. There is a threat of severe weather across the southern and central plains, particularly across portions of the Texas Panhandle and Oklahoma, where there could be a line of damaging thunderstorms. At least 60 migrants have died after their wooden boat capsized off the southern coast. This sinking happened just off the coast about dawn. They're believed to be from places like Iran, Pakistan and Afghanistan. And we know at the moment that a number of children have also been caught up in this tragedy, including reports of one newborn baby. The BBC's Danny Eberhard. As many as 200 people were on board and the ship broke apart in heavy seas near Italy. The first Republican presidential primary debate will be held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in August. RNC Chairwoman Rona McDaniel was asked if candidates will be asked to sign a pledge to support whoever becomes the nominee. We haven't put the criteria out, but I expect a pledge will be part of it. It was part of 2016. I think it's kind of a no-brainer, right? If you're going to be on the Republican National Committee debate stage asking voters to support you, you should say, I'm going to support the voters and who they choose as the nominee. McDaniel was interviewed on CNN's State of the Union. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or Staples Connect. It's 5.03, the last Sunday in February, the 26th. We're at 52 degrees, heading down to the 30s tonight. Good afternoon to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following for you at this hour. There's a new push underway for additional protection in Montgomery County. After a 25-year-old woman lost her life in a fire at a Silver Spring high-rise that did not have a sprinkler system, 
The issue has renewed efforts to get all buildings that don't have those systems to get them installed. But the county exec says getting them all protected could be a challenge. Almost 80 buildings still don't have sprinkler systems in Montgomery County. This is going to be extraordinarily expensive to put sprinklers in all these buildings. But the county's executive, Mark Elrich, says you can't just force owners to install them because the expensive price tag for installation could send rents up. We just have to make sure we can come up with a solution to manage the costs so we don't displace people in the process. He says he wants to look at ways for the county to help pay for the systems. And so that we could do this in a way that it doesn't severely impact rents and lead to more displacements. All high-rises have until 2033 to get sprinklers installed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A former Loudoun County High School teacher has won a $5 million jury award this over a wrongful case of sex abuse. Kimberly Winters sued Loudoun County after her 2018 arrest on charges of sexually abusing one of her Parkview High School students. But prosecutors quickly dropped charges, determining the student was 18 years old at the time of his allegations. The Washington Post reports Winters won a five-day trial earlier this month, but lost her career and friends. The Post says the $5 million jury award will be paid by a state fund. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 5.05, just hours after being released from jail, a Maryland teen now behind bars. He's accused of stealing an SUV with a child inside. 18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galias is accused of jumping into the driver's seat of an SUV that was left running at a gas station along Ritchie Marlboro Road on Thursday. It happened just a half mile from where he had been released for charges related to theft. A three-year-old boy was inside the SUV when Florentino Galias took off. A short while later, another driver reported a hidden run, and police found the SUV abandoned with the toddler inside. Major Brian Durham with the Prince George's County Police Department speaking with NBC4. Anytime there's a child involved, all hands on deck, we try to get information out to the community as quickly as possible to get their help as well, and that's what happened. He's facing several charges, including kidnapping. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Fairfax County Exec Brian Hill is out with a proposed fiscal year 2024 budget. It includes a steady real estate tax rate increase funds for Fairfax County Public Schools, also, a market rate adjustment for county employees' pay. The budget is a big one. It's $280 million higher year over year. Public hearings will be held April 11th to the 13th at the Government Center. There will also be several budget town halls around Fairfax County. And the way Fairfax reads your license plate is now going high-tech. It's called the Flock Safety License Plate Reader. Quite simply, it's a high-tech way to alert police that the car or truck they might be looking for might just have passed. The Flock Reader is a stationary, solar-power-mounted reader that interacts with patrol officers and detectives. It will tell them if your car has been stolen. It won't tell them if you haven't paid your traffic tickets or other minor offenses, nor will it store any of your personal information. After 30 days, all of the images stored in the cloud are deleted. More than 2,000 agencies nationwide use the system. During an eight-month trial in Fairfax County, police recovered six stolen cars valued at more than a quarter of a million dollars. Dell Walters, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, new reports regarding the origins of COVID-19. Stay with us. We'll keep you up to date. It's 5.07. When it comes to banking, turn to FVC Bank. Businesses in Baltimore, D.C., Northern Virginia, and all areas in between benefit from the convenient online options FVC Bank offers its customers. You owe it to yourself and your business to switch to FVC Bank. Customer-focused, technologically efficient, a great customer experience. FVC Bank. Visit FVCBank.com.
Member FDIC. Working hard when you'd rather be playing hard? Wishing you were clearing a level instead of clearing your inbox? Staring at spreadsheets but stuck on shattering high scores? Turn any time into game time with Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. With its large screen, long-lasting battery, and our fastest processor yet, you'll be ready to battle with bosses between meetings with bosses. And even if you rage quit, it'll still be there tomorrow. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. Welcome in. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, over to Rick McClure in the traffic center. All right, Ralphie, let's take you back around the Capitol Beltway, where it's still traveling well, about three-quarters of a way around, with a couple of predictable uh, weekend volume slow spots. Interloop Virginia side from the toll road to the Legion. Outer loop uh, was slowing into the sunset after River Road. Opening up well toward the Legion Bridge into Virginia. That's about it. Those are the two slowest stretches on the Capitol Beltway as we speak. Meanwhile, I-270, we had some volume in separate stretches south through Urbana and Hyattstown. Last hour, we had a couple of crashes before and after Route 109 along the left and right shoulder. That was drawing lots of attention at one point. I-95, you're good. Maybe a brief delay headed south toward the Beltway ramps through Calverton after 212. BW Parkway would get, just got word of a crash inside the Beltway traveling north before Good Luck Road that may have a single lane getting by and volume delays left north through Greenbelt after NASA Goddard toward Route 197 from a previous issue that was cleared last hour. Route 50 still doing well at speed in both directions on the Bay Bridge. Three lanes west, two lanes east across the Bay. Over to Virginia, we had crash cleanup activity headed east through Merrifield before the Beltway had the right lane taken away because of a crash. May have been cleared by now. Volume is starting to ease up a bit as we speak. 395 North had a brief delay headed toward the inbound 14th Street Bridge. Delays after Boundary Channel. I-95, no change with the volume slowdowns caused by several broken down vehicles. We counted about six or seven at last check on in both the north and southbound directions. That was drawing lots of attention along both sides between the stretch Lorton and Fredericksburg. Volume south between Lorton and parts of Dale City. Volume off and on along the northbound side from across the Rappahannock into Fredericksburg. Had a crash along the southbound side of Route 123 after the Yonkaquan River. At last check, it was taking the center lane. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who have been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Well, it's been a pretty nice weekend weather-wise, at least today. Let's see what we've got ahead. Here's Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prinzavalli. A mostly clear sky as we head into the evening and tonight. It will be very pleasant. Temperatures 50s dropping into the upper 30s in town tonight as you head to areas uh, outside the Capitol Beltway. Those some upper 20s by dawn, so it's going to be quite cold overnight. Now, tomorrow on your Monday, skies will become mostly cloudy. Showers will arrive from west to east, likely in the afternoon. Highs only in the lower 50s. Heading into the day on Tuesday, it's going to be warmer. Maybe an early shower, otherwise gradual clearing, breezy, warming up into the middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. We're close to those 60s now. 56 in Gaithersburg, 53 in Arlington, 51 in Lanham, and 53 here. Outside the WTOP studios, it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 511 now. A man was shot and killed in Temple Hills earlier today. Police received a call about 12 noon about a shooting at Dunlap and Catskill Streets. This in Hillcrest Heights. 
When authorities arrived, they found a man outside who died on the scene. Detectives from Prince George's County still working to find a suspect and a motive. And the United States Department of Energy has now assessed that the COVID-19 virus likely spread from a lab leak in China, although the department says that the conclusion was made with low confidence. A former senior National Security Council official tells CBS News the Biden administration should now insist on an independent and comprehensive investigation into the origins of COVID-19 and use all available tools to get the Chinese Communist Party to cooperate. That's Catherine Herridge with CBS News. The Energy Department oversees a network of 17 U.S. labs. Millions have died worldwide from the virus. And flying can be a stressful experience, so one airline is announcing a new business plan. United Airlines has announced improvements with its booking technology that will make it easier for families to sit together, even families that have purchased basic economy tickets. According to the airline, the new seat mapping software will automatically find seats that are next to each other at the time of booking. First, it will look for all available free economy seats and then open up complimentary upgrades to available preferred seats. In addition, if seats next to each other are not available, the airline will let travelers switch to another flight to the same destination without any additional fees. The new flight plan will apply to people traveling Traveling with children under the age of 12 and is being phased in now. The airline expects everything to be up and running by early next month. Now families will not have to hope for the best when it comes to sitting next to each other. Plus, other travelers might be able to avoid sitting next to children or asking if they could switch seats. Now that'd be a good idea. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. A new watchdog report finds the Department of Veterans Affairs doesn't always follow protocol. This one hiring health care employees with a drug felony. The DEA requires VA medical centers to get a waiver before hiring anyone with a controlled substance-related felony conviction. But the GAO, the Government Accountability Office, flagged 50 VA health care employees with drug felony convictions, that out of only a 300-employee sample. The VA says it didn't request waivers for 48 of those 50. Federal News Network reports the VA developing a more consistent employment waiver policy. And coming up on WTOP, a GoFundMe has been set up for the brother of a longtime Caps play-by-play announcer. Stay with us. It's 514. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms, and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, We topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Critics rave about ABC's sexy new drama, The Company You Keep. It's thrilling and an adventure. Milo Ventimiglia is a charming con man. One last big score gets me up for good. Tonight at 10 on ABC. Then wake up with 7 News on your side in the morning. Tomorrow morning on 7 News. The chill is back and grab the umbrella. Meteorologist Eileen Whalen is tracking the next chance for showers. Plus, Britt Waters is on your side with updated traffic times every seven minutes. Tomorrow morning on 7 News, starting at 4.30 a.m. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515, lots happening on the sp- sports page there, Rob Woodford. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, we're starting Chicago. The Wizards right now uh, trailing the Chicago Bulls uh, 68-65, under two minutes left to go in the third quarter in which Bradley Beal has woken up. Uh, nine of his team-high 16 points scored in this quarter, and uh, the uh, two of the big three, no, Kristaps Porzingis, uh, here today. So uh, the uh, other two uh, struggling here so far. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 3 of 12 from the floor, including 1 of 5 from three-point range, only 7 points uh, for the Wizards. Uh, Beal, as I said, uh, starting to wake up now after what was a slow start to the game for him. Uh, down a level, Maryland beat number 21 North uh, Northwestern 75-59. They kept a season in which the Terps won all their conference home games for the first time since joining the Big Ten in 2014, Kevin Willer. Going 10-0 in this conference at home is, you know, that's pretty impressive for this group. Um, and I just think it shows you how great of a program this is, how great of a fan base it is. I think the fan base really got behind this group. I think they appreciated how hard they worked, how hard they play, and the students have really turned out. Yeah, and uh, seniors led the way on senior day. Jameer Young led all scores with 18 points. Georgetown senior day, not nearly as fun. The Hoyas took an 88-68 beating from 20th-ranked Providence. They set a program record with their 12th home loss of the season. The Capitals opened their four-game road trip with a 7-4 loss in Buffalo. The Sabres uh, get the two points they needed to pull into control of that last wild-card playoff berth. Uh, Darcy Kemper playing in consecutive days for the first time as a Capital was pulled in the second period after giving up five goals on 19 shots. Get your rest, people. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. That is for sure. Five on 19 is not a winning combination, Rob. Thank you. 517. Now WTOP. Speaking of the Caps, the brother of longtime Washington Capitals radio play-by-play announcer John Walton is one of five people who died Friday night. This after the crash of a medical transport plane in a mountainous area of northern Nevada. Care Flight says the dead included pilot Scott Walton, along with four others. Remsa Health President and CEO Barry Duplantis. Our priority now, and in the coming days and weeks, is to care for the family members of the Care Flight crew, as well as those who are on board, as well as our entire organization of health care providers. The crash occurred amidst a winter storm warning issued by the National Weather Service for parts of the state. John Walton tweeted about his brother, Scott, along with a GoFundMe link set up for his wife and daughters. The fundraiser said transporting patients to receive life-saving care was an absolute passion and life's mission for Scott. It is 518. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you at this hour. The fighting grinds on in Ukraine. There are reports that China could be trying to send small battlefield drones to Russia which the U.S. says would be a mistake. And the Fed's preferred inflation gauge rose last month at its fastest pace since June, suggesting the Fed may keep raising interest rates well into 2023. Stay with us at WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 
traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, back over to Rick McClure in the traffic center. All right, thanks, Rafi. Let's head over to Maryland I-270 where we had some volume and separate stretches headed south through Urbana and Hydestown. Last hour, we had a couple of crashes before and after Route 109 on the left and right shoulders. That was drawing lots of attention. Still the case. I-95, no issues reported. Just a brief delay southbound after 212 toward the Beltway ramps. BW Parkway had a crash inside the Beltway traveling north before Good Luck Road that had a single lane getting by and a few volume delays north outside the Beltway at the Greenbelt after NASA Goddard toward Route 197. Just volume along that stretch. Route 50 still quiet both inside and outside the Beltway moving at speed in both directions on the Bay Bridge. Three lanes west, two lanes east across the Bay. Over to Virginia 66 headed east through Maryville. The volume has eased the crash before the Beltway was cleared for the right lane. 395 north. Few volume slow spots after Boundary Channel toward the inbound 14th. And I-95 still no changes to volume slow spots uh, before uh, Lorton toward uh, uh, Dumfries in, in uh, Dale City. That's on the northbound or southbound side. Volume on the northbound side uh, through uh, Fredericksburg to and through Fredericksburg. No issues reported. Just a bunch of broken down vehicles from last hour. That was caused people getting looksies about it. Watch for a crash along southbound Route 123 after the Occoquan River. Last check was taken the center lane. Through the district, volume slowdowns affecting both sides of the freeway through southeast and southwest. The slowest by far is still on the westbound side from the 3rd Street Tunnel toward Main Avenue. Slow on the eastbound side, heaviest from the Case Bridge toward East Capitol Street. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Now, let's see what's happening weather-wise. We've had some, I'll call it weather gumbo the last few days. We've had 80 degrees, snow, 50 degrees. What's next, Steve Prince Valley? Well, we swing back to spring, believe it or not. You know, I think we felt that today in a big way, Ralph. You know, temperatures have been into the upper 50s. A few backyard thermometers even near 60 degrees as I speak. So very pleasant spring-like afternoon on the Sunday to round out the weekend. The roller coaster ride continues because tonight will be cold. In the meantime, we drop into the upper 20s in suburbs, upper 30s in Washington with a star-filled sky. Tomorrow will be cooler than today and uh, kind of a transition day, if you will, because we'll see more clouds thanks to a weather disturbance moving in. Morning sunshine will give way to those clouds, and then showers move in in the afternoon. So unsettled afternoon onward. Highs will be uh, near 50 degrees. As you're driving home, listening to WTOP, yeah, you'll need to run the windshield wipers and uh, reduce those speeds a little bit with the wet roads. Tuesday, maybe a leftover shower as the storm departs, then gradual clearing in a beautiful day, and we swing back to spring. Middle 60s Tuesday. How about Wednesday? Sunshine and glorious as you welcome in March Mid-60s, the start of meteorological spring is technically March the 1st, and it will feel like it. Thursday, continued spring-like, upper 60s with showers ending, and then considerably cloudy. But overall, spring-like pattern for much of the new week. Numbers right now, it is 52 in Upper Marlboro, 57 in Gainesville, 55 in Middletown, Maryland. Ralph? Steve, thank you. 53 degrees here. If you don't like the weather, just wait 24 hours. Looks like it's going to change day-to-day for the next several. And this is all brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, some new awards for a famous actress. We'll tell you about that and more. It's 522. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope. When they welcome their newborn son, can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org.
You deserve affordable health care, so get connected to wellness with United Healthcare Community Plan. It's for working adults, people with disabilities, pregnant women, and children who qualify for Medicaid. We're more than just insurance. We have the care to help you feel healthy and whole with benefits and extras, like unlimited doctor's visits, prescriptions, and even vision care at low or no cost to you. To learn more about United Healthcare Community Plan, visit uhccp.com forward slash Maryland. That's uhccp.com forward slash Maryland. Health Choice is a program of the Maryland Department of Health. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 523. Angela Bassett has added some new hardware to her award shelf. She won Entertainer of the Year at last night's NAACP Image Awards. The Marvel superhero sequel Black Panther Wakanda Forever, in which she stars one best motion picture. Among the other winners, attorney Ben Crump and tennis star Serena Williams. With this Jackie Robinson Sport Award, the NAACP is committed to uplifting athletes who actually break stereotypes and push boundaries and directions that move society forward by opening doors. The Jackie Robinson Sports Award goes to honorees in athletics who contribute to social justice, civil rights, and community involvement. It was also a local winner, American University professor Dr. Dolan Perkins Valdez, who won the award for Best Literary Work of Fiction. And now to a series nominated for both Best Ensemble and Best Actor at tonight's SAG Awards. WTOP film critic Jason Fraley loves the sci-fi series Severance on Apple TV. In an extreme case of work-life balance, Lumen Industries uses a mind-wipe procedure to sever its employees' consciousness between their work and personal lives. I have elected to undergo the procedure known as severance. Adam Scott shines as dutiful company man Mark, who gradually questions whether a conspiracy is being run by his nurse ratchet boss, Patricia Arquette. A handshake is available upon request. It's thrilling to see the colleagues band together. From Britt Lauer's instantly skeptical heli to a tender romance between John Turturro and Christopher Walken. Ben Stiller directs a killer season one finale with a triple cliffhanger that will leave you excited for season two later this year. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. 525, Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Consumers are raising a glass with a more expensive bottle of wine. What's unfortunate, because the industry relies on it, is that things under $15 are diminishing. Josh Green, editor-in-chief for Wine and Spirits magazine, says baby boomers continue to drink more while millennials switch things up. They're choosing either not to drink alcohol or to drink alcohol other than wine. So they'll go out to a restaurant and they'll order cocktails, and cocktails are booming. The boomers who are older, in their 60s, are buying more wine wine by volume, but at a lower price. And the younger people are actually buying higher priced wines. And so they're willing to spend more on on a wine for an occasion, but they're not drinking as much every day. Green says climate change is placing a big strain on vineyards. People have to develop farming tools and farming techniques that will sustain them through these really aggressive extremes of weather. Things like netting vines to protect the grapes from hail. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, a deadly boat crash in Calabria off the coast of southern Italy. Also, inflation numbers higher than expected. That could have some impact going forward. 526, stay with us. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions.